Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Unadulterated, the podcast where we tell it like it is. We're your hosts. I'm Gerard. And hello, citizens. I'm Hisham. And today we have a special episode for you. We're going to be discussing gaming, but not in the usual way you'd expect. We're going to be tackling women in gaming, gender, character creation, and more. It will be a special episode indeed. For today, we have a special guest, Adam Khorizeti, one of our good friends. So, tell us more about yourself. What up, guys? The name's Adam. Uh, at this point in time, I'm 35 years old. Uh, I've done enough stage performance in my life to cover for like maybe two or three lifetimes, but I am kind of just a stay-at-home geek right now, besides my job. Um, since we're talking about gaming, that is definitely something I've partaken of enough in my life. Uh, well, yeah. I guess that more than anything else right now, people would call me the uh, the expert on, on all things Marvel. That should help. Uh, the Marvel <laughs> the man. The Marvel man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, d- stand the Before man. Before we do move on, I do have one thing I'm wondering if we should like actually tackle and get out of the way to start with. Mm-hmm. Okay. We are going to be talking about gender, but there are three dudes mm-hmm. in this episode. Is that going to be a problem? Yeah. (laughs) Well, at this point in time, I don't really have anyone that I know that's, like, ready to jump on this without, you know, like, you know, at a moment's notice. No one I know is uh, ready to jump at this. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you know someone that's ready to go, we can just throw them on right now if you want. Uh, It's cool, man. Like, I don't think my wife would be able to do it right away. (laughs) But all right. (laughs) Yeah, see, that, that's the thing, you know, but, like, definitely in future episodes, I will try and get as many perspectives as possible. Like, it's just not going to be a dude thing. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely don't want to just have it from our well, perspective. Well, we... 100% will try and get it from someone else, yeah. other people, you know. Uh, but, unfortunately, with the amount of time that we've had given uh, to us to, to prepare this and whatnot, it's just three dudes at the moment. All right, I guess we'll <laughs> just take it from the perspective of three dudes trying to make, uh, like, Heads or tails of the situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in no way are we trying to mansplain. So before that, you know, that <laughs> comment gets thrown at us, we're not mansplaining. We're just trying to see or trying to make heads or tails again of what we see and what we observe. All right? So don't hate <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> so hard not to hate you, man. It's cool. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's go ahead and start our first discussion topic. Yeah, um... Gaming in general, like, I'll just get it from a general perspective, not a, not a specific country. A lot of people tend to have misconceptions, even until this day, after all these decades since gaming uh, surfaced, ever since Pong came out. There are people think, once they hear the term gaming, like, oh, it's for children, it's, it's just like Atari and, and, and uh, Pac-Man and stuff. But even, like, that's not how it's limited to, to what it is. Like, gaming is much more sophisticated than that. Gaming has deep storylines gaming has changed people's lives even today it's used to treat certain uh, illnesses in a, one way or another uh unfortunately it tends to be looked down upon tends to be misunderstood uh like an example comes to mind even in the film industry like when the the movie max Payne was being made uh, mark Wahlberg said he found out it was a the script was based on a game and then he was disappointed because ah oh, it's a game he didn't expect much but then he read the script he was like oh my god Games have come a long way ever since he started playing, let's say, in the 80s or something. So a lot of people are 
uninformed or misinformed about gaming, which is probably where this is coming from, why people look at it in the wrong way or think it's just for kids, and uh, and why they always treat it that way. But also it depends on demographic, it depends on how widespread it is, it depends on how into gaming a certain uh, society may, may, may be as well. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, myself, when I was growing up, um, gaming was like part of who I was, right? My, my father, when I was like five years old or something, introduced me to Command and Conquer mm -hmm. and Quake, oh. right? Quake 1 okay. of all games. And of course, Duke Nukem 3D came along later on whatnot. So I was playing a bunch of really intense, like questionable games, mm -hmm. <laughs> as you can see. But like, it wasn't so much that it was hindering anything, but mm -hmm. my mother and my stepfather saw it as like, oh, why are you wasting your life? Why are you wasting time? Blah, blah, blah. Why don't you go out with your friends? Mm -hmm. I was still going out and, you know, chilling with people outside and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But when it came down to it, gaming was a lot of fun, right? Not only were you immersing yourself in like another world, you were pretending to be a different character, you know, mm -hmm. and exploring something completely fictional. Mm -hmm. And at the time, um, I didn't read a lot mm -hmm. at that point. So a lot of my introduction to storytelling and character progression whatnot was through games and one of the most iconic ones for me as a child was final fantasy 7 oh. which unfortunately i haven't played the remake yet but i will get around to it eventually <laughs> anyway so adam how was your experience as a gamer growing up throughout your 35 years well man actually like i was actually gonna go back to that for a second um Saying I'm 35 years means that I experienced gaming at a time completely different than when you personally experienced gaming. Like, uh, oh, yeah. maybe Hisham. Hisham, how old are you? Uh, 29. You're 29. All right, so, and Jack, how old are you? I'm currently 30. You're 30. All right, so actually, that's not yeah. that big of a difference. Jack, you experienced gaming in the U.S. You didn't mm -hmm. experience gaming here in Egypt. Oh, yeah. For me in the I, U.S., like, that's how I experienced myself with the Super Nintendo. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I experienced video ga or gaming very differently. I grew up in Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh. here's the thing. Like, my some of my earliest memories include stuff that a lot of people haven't heard of. Stuff like there was this weird-ass console that was a keyboard that you connect directly to the TV called Sakhr. All right? <laughs> All right, it was... Okay. No, 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 seriously. And it had these really... And it had cartridges, like the Famicom cartridges, you know? Nice. It's kinda, it it ah. was kind of weird. That was around the same time there was the Atari, you know? That might be... Atari is older mm -hmm. than I am, but, like, some people were, like... The, uh, the yeah. older people were, like, playing Atari at that point. But, like, my earliest earliest memory with gaming is basically me waking up to go to school this is like kindergarten me waking up to go to school to go to kindergarten and my mom would sit me down put in super mario hand me the joystick <laughs> for the very first nintendo we're talking about those floppy disk looking cartridges you know those yeah. really massive ones <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah. And basically feeding me breakfast because that's the Damn. only way I could sit down to eat breakfast, you know, and 
<laughs> it was cool, man. It was that, and then the Sega Mega Drive for the longest time possible. We were a Sega. We were a Sega family. We had the Mega Drive. Nice, man. We had the Saturn. We had the Game mm. Gear, which was the Holy first shit. ever color oh, handheld. It was like color, color, not that shitty as Game Boy Color yeah. stuff, where it oh, was man, either that was just terrible. It was like no color and blue, or no color <laughs> and green. Or no color and yellow. It was kind of yeah. really weird. But um, I had a really good experience with gaming. Especially gaming where you didn't get saves. Games oh, man, that like was the toughest Contra part, man. and yeah. that stuff. Just kind of <laughs> taught you how to be patient as hell. Like, I finished Strike. I, I, I realized yep. that I played two or three of the hardest games ever when I was a kid. Battletoads, mm -hmm. Contra, and Strider Hear oh. You. Which are three Holy of shit. the most well-known. And I finished them all by the age I was like, what, six or something? <laughs> and I didn't know Damn, that was... Wow. I, I tried playing them again a couple of days ago. I got to tell you, failed miserably. One level, dead. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's the weirdest shit ever. But it was It's the great. same idea parents, with CTR. Yeah, man. And actually just Crash Bandicoot in general. Yeah. And I tried yeah, playing the dude. first Crash Bandicoot. Holy shit, yeah. dude. Like Hisham was telling me, he played like Spyro, what, I think, last week. And he's like, yo, Spyro, fuck this game. Yeah. I don't remember the yeah. physics. <laughs> Holy shit, this is, so, <laughs> this is so hard. What the hell's going on? Have you, have you played the Medieval remake? Yeah, dude. That was yes. really good. Yeah. It's good, but it's still difficult. Yeah. But was... like, not to stray away from our point it's... in general. Yeah. Like, I had a good experience with gaming. My mm -hmm. parents never thought it was a bad thing because they set up time slots for me when to game when to watch tv when to do that stuff uh, also there weren't any mmorpgs mm -hmm. it's not like i was playing with anyone mm -hmm. it was just me yeah. and after dying like a yeah. hundred times in sonic you do lose interest <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so, so true my experience was pretty good yeah people don't get it yeah. but more than anything my parents did kind of get it it did add to my growth it did add to my to the things i had to talk about when i would go to school yes it added to my imagination here, it added mm. to my ability to write <laughs> stand-up comedy sketches which i did for years i i, I did stand-up mm. comedy for 10 years it added to my ability to write fantasy to think of science fiction to create mm. voices who understand my wife right now has one of the biggest problems in the world with me when we're watching a movie it's because at the <laughs> beginning of a movie i can just look at a movie and go like so that guy's gonna die that guy's gonna do blah he's gonna turn out to be gay probably and that guy is that guy's father and she just looks at me and she's like that's bullshit and then one by one that shit kind of happens and i just and every time one of them happens i look at her and i hold out my hand and he's like adam <laughs> yeah i mean it does expose you to a lot of ways that stories unfold and uh movies have mm -hmm. shared you know actually not only movies but literally any type of story medium shares a very similar structure yeah so like you know as a kid right this true. helps us a lot and you know it helped me a lot as a kid as well like meeting people played sim uh, the same games and whatnot good stuff you know mm -hmm. anyway so with gaming and how it's been progressing and how the world is progressing these days especially now we'll take a look at you know certain types of events that happened in games that kind of parallel things that are going on now maybe not now but they happened in previous times um 
especially struggles. You know, a lot of, you know, you can have class struggles, race struggles, gender struggles. Um, a lot of those are subtly coined or subtly woven into a story of a game. And the, the, sorry, the person playing the game doesn't always notice those things, you know? So they could be going through a game and then all of a sudden you have like this really deep story that's there and they don't even relate it to like the real world. For example, Detroit Become Human, right? Um, mm -hmm. I think both of you guys have played that already, right? Yeah. So like yeah. that particular game, the protagonist is Marcus, right? Uh, without going into so many spoilers, there is a, you know, a conflict between humans and androids, right? And we can draw parallels between like races now having problems with other people, like the androids are seen in that game as like servants. Oh, you're supposed to do what I want you to do. Or like, uh, if you don't do something, you can be easily replaced in that kind of thing. Um, there are a lot of parallels mm. to, you know, slavery in that case, you know, back in the early 1800s of the U S and stuff, you have all these people like, Oh, this guy or the slave is not working proper or whatever. He, I can just get rid of him and buy another one. It's kind of like a parallel to the game with androids. Dude, yeah, so. not, not, not to interrupt, mm -hmm. but can I, like, share mm -hmm. one very tiny tidbit? Like, very sure. tiny tidbit. So, you know where the word robot comes from, right? I have not actually looked that up myself. All right, that, that's, that shit is amazing. That shit is, is the bomb, all right? So, basically, <laughs> so, robot mm -hmm. is a Russian word, from what I understand. It first came up mm -hmm. and was coined by As Isaac Asimov, the writer of iRobot. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so, here's okay. the thing. The word robot... Oh means mechanical slave holy shit that's messed up yeah man. okay <laughs> <laughs> okay i remember like when you mentioned irobot i was like all right i see where this is going and then he just flipped it completely like 180 i was like what <laughs> yeah man because robots were built to serve humans so basically yeah yeah as you were keep going <laughs> I, felt, I, I felt like it added to the conversation i'm sorry <laughs> that adds tremendously to the conversation like considering Especially nowadays, like, with the current state of the U.S. and whatnot. Like, okay, like, I can't not jump into spoiler territory here. But, like, if you haven't played the game, it's kind of your fault right now. Because it's really, I wouldn't say really old, but it's, like, what, a year, a couple years old, <laughs> hey, you man, know? it was free on PlayStation Plus. Like, it's exactly. Not <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> if you haven't played it, it's not my problem. So, anyway, as Marcus, you're kind of like Android Jesus, almost. <laughs> like, it's kind of... I, yeah, I don't want to go so far as to say that, but, like, that's how he's portrayed I, I, in the game, I, I, you know what I mean? I think it's more like Android Martin Luther King. I feel like Jesus might be stepping too far <laughs> away from the topic, you know? It's like, but yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll go with that one, right? Android MLK, right? He leads this uprising of androids against the police and whatnot in peaceful protests. And being a game from a developer that is mostly, like, uh, based in terms of very heavy story-driven um, content, like Heavy Rain and so on. Um, this guy, you basically have different moral choices. You can go aggressive, you can go peaceful, you can opt out and whatnot. It's all up to you as a person. Like, you can drive the story mm -hmm. however you want. Like, I personally went with, like, a peaceful route, and I subsequently screwed up my first play uh, playthrough by getting Marcus killed. <laughs> So that was a huge, like, so what you're saying I wouldn't say misplay. You went with the realistic route, where, yeah. where the revolutionary gets killed by, you know what, screw that, let's keep going. 
that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what I thought in my head. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be that kind of person that, like, incites something, you know? Like, even as a character in the game, I was like, I'm not going to be that dude that fires the first shot. Like, hell. Like, that's counterproductive to the movement, right? And then what happens? I guess Lane. I was like, oh, okay. And then the story kind of follows a more linear path after that. Like, most of the choices in the game are kind of subdued in that particular person's story arc because that story is gone. You know, so our choices in games kind of reflect how we would be in reality in some cases. Right? Like, I know Hisham has played it, and he said, like, oh, man, I messed up so many times. I got Connor killed. I'm like, who the hell? How did you kill Connor, the cop? <laughs> like, the the cop, how did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> He he got hit by a bus. He got shot in the head <laughs> twice. Like it, it was my my partner shot himself because he gave up on life. I couldn't help him. Yeah, it was. That, that, it was, that it was actually bad. sounds very you. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is that supposed to be? <laughs> what is that supposed Somehow to be? Somehow you got I your mean... partner to get shot in the head twice, man. Like your first time wasn't enough. Like I'm wondering if that second time you looked at it, I was like, oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah like i mean i feel like a lot of players of games just kind of choose options or do things the way that they personally would do it and then like mm -hmm. you want to try something else like a different path but then you're kind of ingrained like for me whenever i try and do multiple playthroughs of a game i find it very difficult for me to stray away from the path that i've already placed yeah, myself I into play once man like i don't leave <laughs> I mean, but without with, without cutting you off, you just reminded me of something related to what you're saying. But instead of some games, instead of making a choice throughout mm -hmm. the game, it's at the very start of the game they try to profile you, yeah. and then that determines how the game's gonna go. Like the, I just remember the game Silent Hill Shattered mm -hmm. Memories. Uh, at the very beginning, you start having this. Uh, uh, you're sitting with a psychiatrist, and he asks you questions, and you're answering as the the player. And based on your answers, that's going to determine how you're going to play the game. Hmm. So, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Interesting. That was pretty cool. I mean, I never really played the yeah. Silent Hill stuff myself. Uh, yeah. Kind of stuck with Resident Evil more. Because <laughs> you're worse. Anyway. And Resident, like, Silent Hill <laughs> is horrifying. Silent Hill, The Room? <laughs> have you, is, yeah. have any of you played Silent Hill, The Room? I know of it. The only I ones played I played it. were Silent Hill 1 and Dude, 2. Dude, Silent Hill The Room is the scariest <laughs> thing I have ever observed. And that's coming from someone who's, like, played most horror games. Like, hmm. no, no, no. Silent Hill The Room, it just screws with your own head. Not the character's head. It screws with oh. your head. Because the part that's screwy <laughs> is first person. Oh, wow. So it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah so it immerses kind of you more. Yeah. But yeah, but I guess that's always yeah. fun. Are we sp first person stuff? <laughs> that's not in Detroit though, so it's cool. Detroit's scary yeah, in a different way. <laughs> yeah, repercussions of what could happen with all that kind of stuff, you know? Scary in a realistic <laughs> way. It's like, hey, it's capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Oh man, kind of reminds me of like what Fallout would be like. Nuclear war. Oh, look. <laughs> What happens if uh, we went to war, or you know, if somebody did? <coughs> Cheeto Look, puff. man. Anyway, I feel like there are like I I I I already know every single like version of what would happen if there was nuclear fallout, or or weirdly enough, I know every single version of the world if the Nazis had won. 
because there are <laughs> enough stories that cover <laughs> both of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. true with all the games that we play, man. Damn. Yeah, well, Orson 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 or Orson even stuff. Metro 2033. Actually, all <laughs> of this is kind of remi- reminding me of. Uh, yeah. You guys know who Orson Welles is? Oh, yeah. Orson. Uh, 1984. Yeah, so. All right, yes. Can, can, oh. can you guys still <laughs> oh, see me, oh, though? Oh. Like, yeah, yeah, all right, so I'm pointing at you. You're like, yes. All right, so, <laughs> so I just found out something that is going to make Hashem, like, his, his brain explode. Explode. <laughs> Why? All right? Do it. Orson Welles was the voice of Unicron in Transformers. Oh, oh, oh damn. Nice. Yeah. That I didn't awesome. know. That is... Wait. Be- no, no. Beast Wars Unicron, the original Transformers. The god of all Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know Unicron. I just never really watched the original Transformers. Right, okay, cool. So, nice. Orson Welles. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was a voice acting thing. It was right up his alley. I was like, I'm going to tell this to Sham, and he's going to be so impressed. And then I'm like, Boop. all right. <laughs> just kind of want It's like, oh. <laughs> no, no, it's nice. <laughs> That's exactly I lo- what I, I wanted. Like- Blow your mind. Yeah, it's nice. Okay. <laughs> so, where were we? <laughs> anyway, like. Our protagonist in, in uh, Detroit was a person of color in most, uh, in the majority of the game at least, right? So that brings us to, you know, if we're looking at games and in general, right? Most of our games are dominated by male characters and mostly Caucasian characters, right? There's very few that come to mind, like, at this moment that had people of color as a protagonist, right? Or... As a female protagonist, right? But this could change drastically in the future. I mean, Last of Us 2, uh, tons of controversy for the wrong reasons. <laughs> and what do you mean, the one wrong thing, reasons? <laughs> well. No, no, man. <clears throat> I'm just making a joke. <laughs> like, it's definitely controversy for the wrong reasons. Or actually, if you think about it, it's controversy for all the right reasons. Like... Is this something yeah. we can talk about you know. here, or like, are we straying away from this topic? No, that's where we're going like, with like, it. Like, right? can we like, can we clearly state what the problem is, or is this something we're trying to tiptoe around? Yeah, I have no problem. What with do you it. think, Hashem? Right. Like, we should make an agreement right now. Right <laughs> what do you think? I mean, go for it. As I said, like this, this podcast is mainly for our opinions. It could be right, could be wrong. Yeah, it but I don't want to. Like, I don't want to so stray into any areas that none of us want to talk about, like specifically. You know what I mean? So basically, like, <laughs> yeah. Hashem, what do you think is the reason there are pro- like there's controversy around the Last of Us? Okay, are you talking about a specific geographic location or in general? Uh, we're talking about. Actually, you know what? It's not a it's not a specific thinking... geographical location. The controversy we're talking about mm-hmm. is everywhere, including the United States, including certain parts of Europe. It's 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 yeah. a very it's a very polarizing subject. Sexuality, yep. I think, yeah. is the main problem, like here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why I'd like the controversy differs from place to place. Like some countries, they ban the game because the protagonist is is homosexual so like a lot of people are like oh i'm not gonna buy this game anymore and a lot of countries start banning it and and other countries not like are okay with it so uh, that's one thing before i go into that another thing that i've seen that that isn't in in certain countries is that 
I'm gonna say spoilers. You guys, uh, actually, you know what? Spoilers right now might not be a good idea. The game just came out. Okay, exactly. Okay, avoid spoilers, but you know, the controversy surrounding it, that's what we're trying to go with, you know? <laughs> Alright, okay, let's you not can, go into the spoiler you know, territory actually, controversy. Spoiler that you can actually go into, that's the DLC mm -hmm. for the last game. Because the, D yeah, oh, the, first the DLC one, right? for the last oh, game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Left, Left Behind, behind? was, it, it did tackle her sexuality more than, more than yes, the rest of the game. Yeah, in a way, yeah. It's basically, yeah. oh look, young mm -hmm. love. Oh, you're young lesbian love. Yeah. It's less love. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, I, when yeah. I played the DLC on the remastered version, I was like, holy crap. I did not see that coming, but okay. It's kind of like in Korra. <laughs> Have yeah. any of you watched Korra? Yes. Like uh, Korra, the Avatar. I didn't Korra. watch entirely. The Avatar, the Legend I only of saw oh, no, I, so I haven't watched, seen her. I, so I didn't I watch her own show. I know. Kind of spoiled. But you guys have... No, no I'm actually what? planning no, no, to no. watch Spoon that. Both of you, this, I, I, this cartoon has been out for like 10 years, man. I was like, what the hell are you doing? All right, fine, it's do not, it. It's not really do a spoiler. It. It's a tiny I, I, I scene at the very, very, mm -hmm. very, very right. end of the last of, of the series finale. And it has nothing to do with mm -hmm. the story. Okay. But basically, there's a scene that says that... It, it just, it's a scene that honestly just says, so Korra's probably bisexual. Not probably. Korra is bisexual. Yeah. It's. Is. It's, it's, oh, wow. It's, it's yeah. like canonical. And like. Hell, man, even SpongeBob now is canonically gay. So it's cool. It's like, I guess. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> one. I saw that one coming from a mile away, man. <laughs> that actually reminds me I was watching a week or two ago uh, the animated movie uh, Superman yeah. Red Sun, was it? It was a what if situation. Yeah, if Superman was uh, from the Soviet Union. So mm -hmm. there was a scene where he, uh, where he wanted to, like, uh, get with uh, Wonder Woman and then she was like she's like come on man I mean we're all from Themyscira we're all women you you connect the dots <laughs> so yeah so so basically they, they changed Wonder Woman in, in that sense so yeah I mean it, it, it's it changes in different media it's fine and, and, and as, as I was saying with video games um, I don't understand how some people are like oh I wouldn't play a game just because the protagonist is this it's a video oh, game, man. for God's sake. Yeah. Like, you're just playing the game. I mean, don't... Yeah. So. Okay. I mean, you never know. Some That's people a... are so hardcore against it that they'll just never play yeah. it. I know someone yeah. like that. And it's yep. kind of disturbing, <laughs> the things that they yeah. come out of their mouth. <laughs> well, I'm not really uh, going to judge other people's opinion about, like, this kind of thing. But I do understand that yeah. there are people mm -hmm. that accept the um, the other mm -hmm. lifestyle but are severely disgusted by the acts themselves so they're kind of like okay like it should happen you should have your right blah 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 i just don't want to see it because it kind of yeah. makes my skin crawl so i feel like <laughs> i understand that so yeah like if you if you do play the game like this is not a spoiler everyone knows she's homosexual and everyone knows there are at least a couple yeah. of kisses in this game. You know, it's like, it's going to yeah. happen. <clears throat> I mean, it was in the trailer, goddammit. It's it. going to happen. So that kind of thing happens. <laughs> it makes their skin crawl. They go like, I can't play this right now. It's not any any different for that one person than, for example, someone having intense problems with humanoid monsters. Like, I'm not going to play this game. Humanoid mm. monsters scare the shit out of me. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird, yeah, true, but I guess... True. Meh. <laughs> like, I don't know, 
<laughs> yeah, you're trying to say like every, every person has that thing that they're okay with and other thing that they're not, and it differs from person to person. But whatever I'm glad, I'm yeah. glad that this kind of thing does occur in gaming. Like, like they have a game like The Last of Us, mm-hmm. and The Last of Us got conversations started everywhere. And I, I thought about it further. It goes to the double standards of males, too. Here's the thing. You ask a oh, man, yeah. how do you feel about homosexuality? <clears throat> and he's like, bleh, I wouldn't watch it. And you're like, what if there were two women? And he's like, uh, I'll watch, exactly. I'll watch shit. that shit. And then <laughs> you bring up a game. I tell you, dude, this game would have been so much more controversial if Joel had turned out to be gay. <laughs> right? Dude, that's... <laughs> That's actually interesting. Because, I didn't think about that. It's like a what-if scenario, man. Most people have more problems with men being gay than with women being gay. It's still a problem with pe- with a lot of so people. So true, hundred percent. A lot of people have a problem with it, but they have a lot more of a problem with homosexual male protagonists. I don't think I know. Yeah. I don't know any like game protagonists that's homosexual. By by the way, I mean by protagonist, I mean star of the game like dragon yeah dragon like, age and mass effect has now. a shit ton of homosexuals that's that's not a problem yeah yeah like, it does you read my like, mind you read my mind yeah what about was, like the main character uh, being canonically gay not you creating your own gar- I, character as someone who would follow a same-sex romance yeah. but do we know mm-hmm. any gay male primary protagonists like racking my brain now yeah, i me too, cannot I say for certain like maybe some alleged stuff but nothing 100 percent. i don't know man like it's it's, it's different it's different <laughs> than comics with comics people and cartoons people just change shit afterwards like for example yeah the original scooby-doo producer came out and finally confirmed velma is gay yeah you know that that kind of yeah, yeah. holy shit yeah, i read yeah, that myself that really? kind of thing but with games mm. it's kind of different like i don't like mm, like i can think of a couple that might be bisexual I got nothing. <laughs> like dante for, for shit like for like for sure dante <laughs> is definitely bisexual like, you know, he's like, it feels like Dante would be bisexual. Like, Dante's not a man's Most man. Like, yeah, probably, you know, man. It's not like, I'd be surprised if someone came up to me and it was like, Solid Snake is gay. I'm like, nah, man, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I would, I don't but think I can agree with that one. Raiden, maybe? Raiden sure. is def- definitely. <laughs> no one should be okay with that much body modification. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I kind of oh, dragged damn. myself topic for a bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, it's cool. That's where this whole thing is. Like, when it comes to gaming, like, a lot of these things are just glazed over. They're not even discussed. They're not delved into. And I feel like that's a, a lot of, um, you know, that has to do a lot with the developers. You know, there's, I don't know. I don't think there's a ton of female developers out there. Like, Whenever I look at a studio or, or like, there's, um, you know, those, like, deep looks into a studio. Like, uh, I remember when Battlefront 1 was being remade way back in the day. And some 
like uh, behind the scenes production was going on and they were filming inside their studio and whatever and i saw like one girl out of like 20 guys or something in the studio so i was like okay maybe that's just theirs but it's also possible that that happens all over the world and many different studios and stuff so maybe that's why we have so much like straight protagonists and then whenever it comes out to like a character that's homosexual it's like always going to be a lesbian or something because there's it's always driven i by do have dude. something to say to that no. but i will respond after you're done and after hashem is done because i feel like i talked too much <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i think like from my perspective i mean i'm not certain at all like by no means am i 100 percent, but i kind of get that feeling you know that's just what i think what about you h uh, about like a female protagonist. I mean, if you're talking about game developers or just uh, those just like in the, the industry, industry itself, like why do you think what or what do you think drives the uh, the idea of just having straight characters only? Like, you think it's having to do with the developers' ideals or like what? Um, I mean, I don't know. You can't really have specific reasons that you would know. I like I didn't research it much to get actual uh, statistics that would explain why or what background led to that. Um, but maybe it's just a matter of what people were used to at a certain age or certain time, let's say 20 years ago, and that's how games were always headed in that direction. And then over time, where the changing of the times, maybe it would start changing as they're mm -hmm. doing as of late. Maybe that's what they're trying to do now and they didn't do it before. So... Yeah, I mean, maybe it was that. And maybe there were other factors as well. I mean, definitely there are other factors. I just don't know, you know, have enough knowledge in that mm. area to, to, to confirm it or so. Well, he, I have a very strange question for you, though. Well, okay, should you ask the okay. question or should I go mm -hmm. first? Because I'm interested oh, in hearing go ahead. the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If you, if you can remember everything that uh, you're about to say after my question, then... Yeah, sure. I've been holding on to my thoughts. If you want to go for, for it, like, I can ask cool. one. Keep <laughs> All right. So, H, uh, when was the first time you discovered that Samus was a female? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I never actually played much of Metroid. I probably never played Metroid. So, I guess I just saw it by chance when I when I the first time I saw her face because at first I think they didn't re even reveal her did. face to begin with, and then they did. So, yep. when I guess maybe ten. Yeah, I told ago, Jack about like this. That. I found out Samus Aaron was a girl first time I ever played uh, Super Smash. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, see, like when I discovered it, I was playing uh, Metroid Prime on the GameCube, and you know, oh, looking okay. at the cover art, I was like, Wait a minute. dude, that's not a dude. I was like, <laughs> this is a female, and my dad uh, was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then we looked it up. And, you know, internet back in the day was kind of spotty at best. But there were, like, random-ass forums and stuff. <laughs> and, like, the forums, like, were super primitive. But we did find it. And yeah. some dude was like, yeah, Samus is a chick. And apparently, like, this is out all over the place on YouTube now. But, like, um, in the very first Metroid game on the, uh, I think it was the NES, um, if you beat the game in under a certain amount of time, Samus would, like take her armor off and you'd see that she's a chick this a, back blonde, in the 80s, a blonde chick with right? blue so eyes like, that's very shit. important to say because even though it was a japanese developer yeah, yeah. they still made their protagonist <laughs> True. to be something completely yeah. different like in Damn. yeah like mm -hmm. a more westernized style of, uh, of uh, protagonist it's, 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 it's very it's very dragon ball it was a step forward 
It's like the stronger you yeah. are, the more of a foreigner you are. The stronger you get, the stronger you get, the yellower your hair turns until eventually it turns white. You know, it's like because then you're just platinum yep. blonde. You know? it's, like, it's cool, man. I'm not gonna make fun of that. Like it's a it's a cool cartoon. I love Dragon Ball. I just never really liked yeah, this part because they just kind of meshed some kind of weird. Uh, white supremacist thought with a, with a very <laughs> Chinese story because you all know this is just based on the yeah. Chinese journey to the West or whatever it was called. You know, like Son yep. Goku. Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah, I'm yeah. just kind of like, yeah, man, what are you doing? It's like, literally. And then naming Taking everyone a Chinese story and, and like and putting white characters in there. After food, <laughs> and then just kind of getting there, going like. <laughs> What's the main character? Like, I just imagine the dude. What was his name? The creator, uh, Akira Toriyama. Yeah, Akira, uh, Akira, Toriyama. Akira, Toriyama. Akira Toriyama. Just pitching yep. his idea, and it was like, all right. And there's this main character who will forever sound like a Weasley seven-year-old. And what's his <laughs> name? Lunch. Exciting, isn't it? Wait, who? Uh, the sorry, sorry, yep. not Goku. I'm thinking of Gohan. <laughs> Gohan. It was like, what about his? Oh, okay. What is his name? Oh. Lunch. That's 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 great, man. What about one of the <laughs> main like what about the main villains? I was thinking maybe naming them uh I am kinda out of names. I'm just gonna look around here. Oh, oh okay, okay, how about how about freezer? And then I open up my freezer and oh look, they're vegetables. So how about Frieza and Vegeta? You realize that's how that <laughs> happened, right? Food-based. <laughs> but it's cool. Probably, Actually, yeah. yeah. Going back to our awesome topic, I'm really sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, the stand-up comedian in me kind of just fights to come out every once in a while. So, basically, I don't think that there is a problem with... There is a problem with how many women there are in game development, but... And, of course, this does mm -hmm. add to the entire point that the female point of view isn't wasn't really well represented in games until very recently mm -hmm. but still that changed very recently mm -hmm. even though the number of women didn't really increase that much it increased because of societal pressure mm -hmm. and because everyone is kind of like mm -hmm. moving in a very specific direction me too way which <clears throat> We all support. Yeah. Just to make that very clear, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Me too. A hundred percent. BLM. A hundred percent. Just fighting oppression wherever it is, where there. Yeah, man. That's absolutely all right. With fight us, the power. Cool. Not fight the power. The power could be pretty nice. <laughs> like if you were in New Zealand, yeah, the power <laughs> is like my friend. You know, it's it's not even the man. It's literally the woman. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, but what I was actually thinking more than anything else in this moment. It's mm -hmm. that when gaming started, like Hashem said, homosexuality was pretty much taboo all around the world. Except yeah. for like very specific areas where it was starting to come up. Free love in the 70s, the 80s <laughs> saw the advent of, uh, of gay biker gangs. Freddie Mercury, blah, blah, yep. blah, that kind of thing. It did add to that, but it was still pretty much taboo. And here's the thing. <clears throat> Games have to sell. Oh, yeah. 
And for the yeah. longest time po possible, uh, game developers couldn't associate themselves with anything negative because it would affect sales intensely. A big example for that. Yeah, that's the, so true. One, one of the biggest examples for that was Sonic 3. Did you know that? Sonic 3, was that the one where you had, like, uh, the human what princess? No, 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 dude, Sonic 3. The old Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, oh, oh. The very yeah, first yeah, okay, Sonic okay. 3. So, there was a... Okay. So, what happened was, the entire original soundtrack for Sonic 3 was written by Michael Jackson. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right? Yeah. But Sega removed his name off of anything, because that's when the controversy started. Yeah. The Michael Jackson yeah, controversy. Now, this is not the same. Yeah. I'm yeah, not saying know, that this is the same as supporting homosexuality. No, but I am saying it's at that point in time, they saw, they saw that uh, standing by homosexuality or women who were in their primary market mm -hmm. would cost them money. <clears throat> right now, all these companies have a market. They have people that support them. But you need to understand that the Japanese market is completely different. Oh, yeah. Japanese game mm -hmm. developers yeah, have more women than American game developers. From what I understand mm -hmm. and what I read, this might not be an absolute fact. If anyone listening to this podcast knows otherwise, please educate me. I'm not, like, saying this is an absolute thing. <clears throat> but, like, I have... I actually know a person. I know a friend that works as a game developer in Japan. Like, for something pretty big. Mm -hmm. um, I know someone who works for Blizzard. I know blah, 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 that kind of thing. So basically, right now, it is moving a bit. But the work environment itself for gaming isn't very helpful for women. Because yeah. the number of women <clears throat> is very small in the industry. And the number of women being very small in the industry, being a minority... And a lot of men being who they are make it kind of difficult for the yeah. girls to actually exist there easily. Do you remember Gamergate? Was it called Gamergate? I think... Wasn't that the controversy where, like, the dudes were always, like, hounding the, the, the other devs or something? There was a female I dev. I can't remember the story, like honestly. That. But, yeah, basically, like, it, it, it happens a lot. Like, women yeah. in the gaming industry do face a lot of the same problems that women everywhere else are facing. So that just doesn't help. But I truly believe that things are changing right now because we are at a point where, one, if you don't support, you might lose sales. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and two, if you do support, yeah. you're probably going to lose very little sales. The Last of That's Us so true. still sold... A lot. A lot. Mm -hmm. Last of Us sold a lot. When they changed yeah. Bobby Drake, Iceman from X-Men's uh, sexual orientation, his comics didn't. Oh, yeah. Iceman is absolutely gay right now. You know, it's like, yep. I'm right, all right. Like, that's cool. It's kind of weird where it came out, how it just came out now. But, yeah, I guess yeah, I mean, like... that works. It's just like... <laughs> Going with the times, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, I think and that's the main reason why it's increasing. But we're still not there. Yeah. Oh, far from it. Yeah. Like, 100%, I don't think we're anywhere close to, you know, full acceptance. I mean, there's so much 
like resistance to change that people just like spout the most random things to counter argue if you want to say that but like just to counter people's arguments about like acceptance and whatnot but you know whatever can, can i ask, can I ask you all a question very quickly like just a very quick yeah, sure. question all right so sure. this is a, this is a discussion mm-hmm. i had with a very close friend of mine at some point it was mm-hmm. about changing i won't say changing the gender or um it's not called a nationality let's say uh, being black, white, Asian, or blah, 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 race. Changing the gender mm-hmm. or race of an established character. Uh-huh. All right? Like, okay. Now, here's the thing. I know that a lot of people have a problem with this, but I have a problem with this opinion. But I actually do have a problem with it. I think, mm-hmm. personally, that there's a creator for this character. The creator for this character set up this character in a specific way, so he should say that specific way. If the character, Mm -hmm. if if, if the author or the creator never actually addressed what this character is or looks like, yeah, sure, he's fair play. But for example, the conversation I had... Dragon Age 2. Yeah, well, Dragon Age 2, but a better example for that would actually give you, for for me, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, This friend of mine, we were talking about Batman. Batman does exist in games. Uh-huh. Alright, that's fine. Yep. <laughs> and it was around the same time they were saying they wanted Idris Elba to play James Bond. So so, okay, so my yeah. friend was saying, so what? Batman can't be black? I was like, dude, seriously, Batman can be black. Batman can be black anytime. I would watch the hell out of a black Batman. <laughs> I just don't think Bruce Wayne can be black. Like, Bruce Wayne can pass on his cow to someone else who's black, and that's fine. But the creator mm-hmm. of Bruce Wayne created Bruce Wayne in a specific way. It's kind of like how no one ever changed Steve Rogers into black for a black Captain America. No, Captain America just passed the mantle on to yeah. the Falcon. I'm mm-hmm. all right with that. Create new characters to fill out these roles or fill out these empty holes. But don't yeah, just rather than change, like retroactively, yeah, retroactively change. change something that you're most mm. probably going to say is either not canon or retroactively changed back at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like some time you keep reminding me of or whatever. <laughs> you, keep, you keep reminding me of what happened with Ghostbusters a few years back when they changed the entire cast's gender. Mm. Like the, the the trailer had so many dislikes. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 okay to change gender, but in general, I think. To, to add on to what you're saying I think it comes from the point that when someone creates a character and people get used to it in a certain form that's okay but then when you come and change it all of a sudden it's going to be hard it's, it's kind of like even if you don't look at that you don't look at race or color or anything if you look at a, a character's voice mm-hmm. even just a voice and somebody like the Metal Gear Solid games you had David Hayter as Solid Snake for, for like 5-6 games maybe more and then you're like no we're getting Kiefer Sutherland why? Keeper Southern spoke make sense. for like three minutes. So, in the, like, like in total, three minutes in that entire yeah. game. I didn't <laughs> even notice it wasn't David Hayter anymore. <laughs> they said, we changed it. And I was like, didn't say much. why isn't he talking? <laughs> well, you yeah. think with a major change like so, that, they'd give him more lines. Well, I guess not. So, yeah, it, 
it's it's based on like if you want to make something make it like that from the beginning and or like you said it that's another way to look at it you passing on the the torch yeah, yeah man so, but yeah. here's the thing what, what what game were you saying a second ago uh were you saying dragon age 2 dragon age metal gear because yeah oh i remember uh, jack and i talked about this a couple of day, days ago because it's not just mm -hmm. about gender it's also about people of color it's like yeah. checking out people mm -hmm. of color in games you know it's like how many games do you have with people of color as the primary protagonist now we couldn't think of a single game where the primary protagonist was a male homosexual but we can think of a few where the primary protagonists where people of color GTA, GTA to begin with yeah. yeah San Andreas um, Watch Dogs oh. 2 actually yeah yeah Watch Dogs 2 I oh, didn't play well, it well actually now that I mentioned Watch Dogs 2 I totally forgot to get it for free yesterday when Ubisoft was doing the release <laughs> <laughs> anyway know, uh, but yeah that's one yeah I just found out about it like got this random email it's like yo watch our, re our release promo for 45 minutes and uh, you can download Watch Dogs 2 for free there's also, totally there's also Sleeping Dogs yes Sleeping Dogs no, I see. that is a great so game good. but have you mm -hmm. noticed something like what well, everything we just mm -hmm. said what are just crime ridden games yeah yes that's the thing like uh. when you think about it even when you're looking at mm. people of color a lot of the games that they're portrayed in are things that are stereotyped against them. You yes. Know, it, it's a huge stereotype. Yeah. Like I have a perfect um, example for that. <laughs> uh, there was this, yeah. two, this what, 50 Cent game way back in the day on the PS2? Dude, Bulletproof? Chef who, man? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I know Oh, that. man, I forgot but, about that. But actually, like, my favorite, like, right now... Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. This is just about, like, stereotypes... Guacamelee. Oh, dude. <laughs> All right, so so Hashem, Guacamelee <laughs> is a 2D side scroller where the main character is Mexican. Okay. That's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. But the main character is Mexican. Right. The entire world is absolutely Mexican, and he ha and he is a magical lucha libre. Exactly. All right? like, and okay. and the bad guys are also lucha libres, and some of them are skeletons, <laughs> and it happens in the Day of the Dead, and you use that to go to the uh, dimension of the dead, and all of the music is like, ay, 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 and you're just sitting there going like, <laughs> no, no, it's oh, a God. gorgeous game. It's a freaking great game. Yeah. It's one of the nicest yeah. 2D side-scrollers mm -hmm. you will ever play. It's a Metroidvania, actually. Um, but, mm. like, at a certain point, like, <laughs> is this racist or is it funny? You know, it's like, like, yeah, can like... you guys think of any story, normal story, unrelated to anything? All right, just unrelated to crime. It doesn't happen in, like, the slums. It's not happening where, like, it's not in the Wild West. It's not any of that <laughs> stuff where it's a person of color not character created an actual canonical person of color in just a story yeah see that that is just a story, that, just thing, a story right? that isn't affected by that racist culture you know what i mean like it's not a mexican mm -hmm, yeah. in a mexican story that has to be very visually mexican yeah. it's not an indian like i was playing uh, one of my favorite 2d side games uh, side scroller games called indivisible indivisible has mm -hmm. Dude, that's a oh, great game. It's, it's, it's honestly something you should definitely yeah, play. Yeah. 
made by Skullgirls people <laughs> and hand drawn animation yeah. kind of stuff. But like it, nice. it has a very mm-hmm. we'll call it Indian kind of style to everything about it and the story and all of that. And mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. final bad guys and everything about it is still kind of Indian. Like the main girl, the main protagonist is a girl. Mm. Her name is Ajna, which I don't know if it is if it is Indian or not, but it sounds Indian to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I don't know. if yeah. that's Offensive to anyone, but like I hope it's not. It it sounds like an Indian name, <laughs> I guess. Um, I mean, but like until someone clarifies. And, and, and then the bad guys are still kind of Indian, you know. There's a lot of Vishnu kind of type stuff with like multiple arms uh, and everyone's dark yeah. skinned and there's a lot of like uh-huh. forehead eyes opening up and mandalas and lotus flowers you know what i mean like it, <laughs> it, it, it's still yeah. like that and i'm not saying that it shouldn't be all yeah. culture should be there but for example when you look at sleeping dogs now sleeping dogs mm-hmm. does seem like an all right interpretation of hong kong um, was it in Hong Kong? I thought it was in LA. I can't remember. Or like a I think stylized I version of it. I don't remember, like but like it did give out very in- yeah, it's it been did a give out very intense Hong Kong feels. And as someone who's been to Hong Kong mm. and who's lived in China for five years, uh-huh. like there are some like aspects of that that you do see, and that is normal for them. But right now, mm-hmm. when I say mm-hmm. I want to see someone of color in something that's normal now does that mean i want to see someone in someone of color in like an american story is that okay for me to say do you know what i mean like, like yeah exactly someone mexican mm-hmm. being like, in what a do mexican we do? Where do yeah, we place someone them? mexican being in a mexican thing is very normal like it's not weird it's just yeah. i'm just saying don't mm-hmm. make it racist like like he can be in modern day mm-hmm. mexico which is no different than modern day united states it just people don't have to walk around the streets with with burros and like sombreros you know what i mean it's like just a normal kind yeah of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know man like mm-hmm. i can't think of any games that are like that <laughs> like you know other than like rpgs and RPGs stuff are mostly look dude rpgs are mostly character selected yeah, yeah exactly customizable, customizable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. all right a question we asked about like i'd like to hear hishem's idea uh, like answer to this because jack and i yeah, actually like... talked about this now, now, if you were to create a character, all right, let's say, all mm-hmm. right, I look white as hell. I understand that. But I am officially <laughs> Middle Eastern. Like, I am by mm-hmm. blood yeah. a person of color, not by shade of yep. white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, but by blood, <laughs> I am a person of color. My name is Adam Ahmed. Like, you don't really get any much more like that. Like, <laughs> shady like yeah. that. Anyway, so... When you do create a character, do you create a character mm-hmm. that does represent yourself? Or do you mm-hmm. create a character that represents what you think is cool? Like, for example, for me, I like to put myself mm-hmm. in the game. Like, myself, myself. Oh, 100%. But here's the thing. Always I'm white <laughs> with a yellow-brown beard and a perfectly circular bald head. So this entire visage just kind of fits in with whatever they're trying to create. You know what I mean? Like, it's different yeah, from yeah, my wife, Rula, who mm-hmm. is much darker than I am, black hair. You know, she, when she does her stuff, actually, she told me this a couple of days ago. 
she chooses for her character to be a couple of shades dark. Mm, like she uh, wants that darkness to be okay. all right. It's not like in Arabic, in Egypt, we say amhi. It's like wheat colored. No, we're not that kind of like mm-hmm. bronze yeah. kind of look kind of thing. No, no, we're brown. We're that dark skin kind of. This is not a tan, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But what about you, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do the same, honestly. Yeah. Now, when it comes to gaming, uh, what kind of character I choose or customize, I mean, it changed over the years. Like, when I was younger, I wasn't looking for the character to look like me. It was mostly based on, like, for instance, I used to always name my character Ash, like Ash Ketchum. Mm-hmm. And I always, like, chose, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a boy, so I just chose it as a, as a male Dude, I always all the time. But then... Maybe, yeah. Hey, man, Jason was the Red Ranger. Screw <laughs> <you>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But... Um, so yeah, and then, and then, but over time I would like just change the shape of the male character, but I never made him look like me. I don't want it to look like me. I'm like, it's a game. My opinion is like, why, what's the point? It's a different world. I want everything to be different and experience differently. But as in the past six, seven years, I'm like, okay, I'm sick and tired of choosing male characters. I started choosing female characters exclusively. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to see a badass female character. So I just started doing that and I enjoy games in, in a different perspective. Like, even I started, for instance, if we were going to talk about Mass Effect again, I only played it as male Shepard. But then I'm like, I played it a little bit as female Shepard to see how it was like and how it might look different and feel ah. different. So, yeah, I mean, it. I, you, I wanna, you have an idea. Myself, it's, it's not different know. between male and female Shepard. Yeah. It's different for the player, There's... but, like, the story element isn't yeah. that different. You can romance yeah. most of the same people. Not it's really. Like the entire galaxy is bisexual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was like... I, I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like even the conversations <laughs> yeah, are yeah. the same. Like they're know, literally yeah. the same. Just a, a female voice. That, that's it. Yeah. But it is pretty cool to see True. like a female chef running around beating the shit out of big it, ass. It is aliens, different you know? in Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition. Yes, it is, is. Different if you're playing female. I think so. Like completely different. Mm-hmm. And then if you play female Kunari, that's just somewhere else you're just playing a different game oh. than the original game that i haven't tried uh, Rula, Rula, my wife is playing female kunari right now and i female kunari mage and i feel like i'm watching a different game dude you know wait kunari yeah, was the bull or what which one was the yeah, yeah yeah so, you know, so oh, yeah, basically okay. it's like a female yeah, kunari so mage which means it's so much dialogue that i hadn't seen completely yeah. but, but oh, still okay. like this is really interesting and it's nice. pretty cool that you choose only females like but here's the mm, thing mm. when you pick a yeah. female when you play as a female mm-hmm. is she white <laughs> oh, okay i think i know what you're gonna ask <laughs> or do you try to have her try um, to represent you somehow in at least the color or ethnicity well okay um no i try to make her resemble anime waifus a little bit <laughs> So all of your protagonists are Asian. Jack, hi. Maybe. I guess. Oh, man. Damn, man. Well, it's a person that of is... color, I guess. I mean, it's interesting. It is a, it's insight into the way we see things. It's not insight into the way we see things. This is very specifically It's shamed. inside how he sees yeah. things. This is very specifically shamed. And about what he likes. Well, I guess. What about you guys? Not waifus. I am actually married. That would cause problems. You know, it's like. (laughs) Okay. My wife would walk in. Who's that? I'm like. Uh, Uh, That is. uh, That is uh, Nakiri-sama. 
I'm sorry, that's the only name that came up because oh, like, from Food, Food Wars. Wars. Yeah, because <laughs> we're, we're yeah. watching season. We just finished season two, Food Wars now. That sh- oh, nice. that shit is bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it doesn't help that I couldn't yeah. eat for the last week. I could only have fluids because of my operation. So watching Food Wars lately oh. kind of killed me. But yeah, basically, man, it's it, like Jack. What do you mm-hmm. think? Like, would would you pick someone who well, looks like you? Well, if it was a male character, as far back as I can remember, like with character creation. I always picked a person that did look like myself, but with various hairstyles, etc. and whatnot. But here's the thing. Thinner. When you pick shades for your skin tone, now, there's very clear, you know, Caucasian skin, uh, skin tones, and then there's much darker skin tones. Asians fall somewhere in between, right? And whenever I try and find something that fits me, it's either kind of like sunburnt, or jaundiced. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's so hard. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. So I go with a darker shade. Like, I don't want to be running around with, like, someone with jaundice. So I go with, like, a more tan, sunburnt-styled character. God, I never noticed, man. It's, it, it's true. For Asians, the only colors yeah. available are dark-skinned Filipino, racist mm-hmm. yellow, or... Or you just go with Caucasian. Or some kind of white Asian that's kind of like, you know, white Japanese. It's really tough. Like, that's the thing I was dealing with myself. So, like, I've always made myself on the darker side, you know. Um, When it comes to female characters, I do the same thing, right? I I don't really fashion them as myself, but, like, I just make a character that just is pleasing to the eyes. You know, it's like, okay, I'll just make this character. You know, just slap on whatever eye set, hairstyles. For me, it was always, like, longer hairstyles and then, like, dark hair or something like that. But, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, for me, I could I could never play as a woman. And it's, it's not for hate against playing with a female protagonist. Indivisible mm. was fully female protagonist. Multiple games I played, fully female protagonist. I'm definitely going to play Horizon. That's a female protagonist. Yeah, I'm uh, going through the first one right now. <laughs> what was her name? The um, it was uh, Aloy. No, 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 not just Aloy. Like, I was talking about something else. Capcom had oh. Jill Valentine for Resident Evil, yes. and then mm. it was for that other one. Okay. Capcom released another one that was about viruses. Um, oh. It Virus. was it was uh, huh? Parasite Eve. Oh, oh, Parasite yes, yes, yes. Oh, Parasite yeah, 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 I remember that. Sorry, guys. Like, I forgot her old, name. But yeah, Parasite Eve. Uh, no, I think dude, her name was, was Eve, dude. Game. <laughs> Eve was the, but, was probably, the villain. Yeah. Eve was the villain in the first game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Like, she, but that was a female. Uh, but like, here's the thing. Like, I she play was bad games, as fuck. Yeah, that is, that is yeah. true. That is true. But like, here's the thing. I play yeah. games to get immersed in the game, to mm-hmm. put myself mm-hmm. in the game. And if the character I'm playing with doesn't resemble me in any way, shape, or form, (laughs) then it's just watching a movie as opposed Mm. to experiencing. Like, it's just playing a game as opposed to experiencing a game. I have no problem with anyone who does that. Mm -hmm. But in general, like, for me, I never want to be as white as I am, I guess. I try to go darker, (laughs) but my wife tells me, you're not darker, you're pinker. And that just goes into a very (laughs) weird... It gets difficult. It's like, there's no pink on the screen. What am I supposed to do? But, all right, but here's the thing. Like, do you think giving people ultimate character customization is just a cheap way out? 
I don't be think it's like. Can super I add something cheap, before we? But like, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is allowing you to do you read literally my mind. everything to your character. Literally everything. I am in. straight down to your genitals. Dude, holy pubic shit. hair yep. size. Pubic hair size yeah. is the thing. Yep. Like, dude, yeah. holy yeah. shit, it's going above and beyond. You can, know, I ju- so like, can I just yeah. say that for everyone that's listening, we are excited about Cyberpunk twenty. What, what is it? 20, 27, 20, 20, 2077. 20, 2077. Yeah, 2077. Because of the genitalia thing, <laughs> we're just saying that it's crazy. All right, yeah, going, like Jack. that's unheard of, <laughs> completely unheard of. Like, no one is. Wait, ever you even... just? I personally haven't played a game that's like that. So. Rack size. Okay, no, I've seen Let that. Never add... mind. <laughs> Let me add something. I don't know if it's related at all. Like to show how realistic some games can be. If you've played Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. Two, there was a part where uh, you, you could ride different horses. So oh horses in summer. <laughs> I see where this is going. In... Horses in the summer, oh, 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 they're, 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 <laughs> okay. they're pe- yeah. I think I see where it's going. Also. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in the video game, their 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 package is like yeah, it's like you know when they okay. I'm going into too much detail. Okay, it changes you know, according to the you season. Know what, you know, so you know what thought just came to mind? Footprints for that what? specific horse would basically be hoof prints on the right, hoof prints on the left, and one continuous line down the middle. <laughs> He's just dragging it across the sand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I remember when that came out in the in the like gaming news and stuff. I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And some dude like was doing research or something, and he took screenshots and he showed yeah. it. I was like, wow, that guy is dedicated, or those guys are dedicated to making it as real as possible. So like, yeah, I don't know. Like with Cyberpunk, I think it's a you know a step forward, and. Mm-hmm. Some countries have already proactively been like, yo, fuck this game because you can do that. And I was like, what? The game dude, isn't even dude, like... Where do... Egypt is definitely going to proactively do that as soon as it oh, comes yeah. out, same way as The Last of Us. But here's the thing. I have a question. Where is CD Projekt Red? Uh, uh, Europe, po- right? Poland? It's a Scandinavian, it's a Scandinavian company, uh, I... right? It, isn't it po- Polish? I'm pretty sure it's Polish. Basically, yeah. it's, a, it's, 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 it's one of the Eurovision countries. So basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. It makes a lot more sense that a Polish or Scandinavian or Danish, I don't really know. Can, can, can someone look it up while we do this so we don't like slander CD Projekt Red on our podcast? <laughs> you know, <it> like, by <laughs> accident. By accident. But basically, it is from an area in the world that is a, yeah, Polish. Yeah, right, cool, that is a lot more advanced when it comes to I guess gender fluidity and sexuality, the, the mm. conversation mm-hmm. itself, than here, so they could be able to do that. Yeah, like, that's true. They should actually lead with that. The problem is, and it's not a problem. I love it, but they didn't just normally lead with it, kind of easing the world into it. They were kind of <laughs> they like, just kind of slapped in your face. Sink into your face. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> thing we didn't yeah. put in. And I was like, you want yeah. kitchen yeah. sink genitalia here? It's like, wait a minute, what? Like, I remember H sent me that uh, that post from Instagram or something in the morning. He's like, "Yo, check this out," and it's like, "CD Projekt Red, Cyberpunk 2077. You can customize your genitalia." I was like, "Whoa, what?" Oh yeah. <laughs> but see, that isn't important on its own. Like that shit is cool for a second, but the thing is, when you hear the reasoning, you can customize your genitalia because you use. It. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> That it, was like, yeah. it's not. Oh, it, it's not. damn. Okay. <laughs> also, someone, also someone else kind of said something about this that kind of really resonated with me. It was one of the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I won't call them a journalist. We'll call them vloggers. But someone with their okay. own channel, and basically yep. they were like, "This is a world that has absolutely no problem whatsoever modifying any part in the body. It would only be realistic." For us to give the player the right to also modify this part, because in that world, people for sure do. That's so true, actually. That makes sense. It does. This is a cybernetically enhanced world where people put everything in everywhere. So kind of like, it would Mm -hmm. be kind of weird if you got here and you kind of went, nah, man, this is where we draw the line. Penises right? are where we draw the line, man. I was like, just don't draw one on a penis, I guess. But here's the thing. Like, that also works with the reason why they remove gender choice from the game. When you choose, mm-hmm. you can't any... Like, no longer choose between male and female. You just choose between this look and that look. Because a world where people have so heavily modified themselves would probably yeah, like biologically... Yeah, would probably biologically not be male or female anyway anymore yeah unless mm-hmm. they want it to be yeah like yeah. outward appearances in a game like that just don't matter anymore but you know, it's, it's yeah. just like a, a host's body but here's the question i pose to you now that they mm-hmm. did this the fact that the character isn't canonically trans or gay mm-hmm. or a woman or a person yeah. of color but whoever it can be it will not help the cause itself. It'll help the choice cause, but it won't help the minority cause as much, right? Mm. Possibly. I mean, like, yeah, I, I get where you're co- going with this. Like, because the canon character isn't one of those things, it's kind of not really a strive towards that goal. You're just giving them the options to do that if you want. It's not something that's like, you know, it here's your repre- character. Exactly, it doesn't represent his struggle. Yeah, it's like, yo, here's this character, do whatever you want. You can make him struggle, you can do whatever, blah, 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 it's, it's anything. But if you force that character to be a specific point of view or a specific uh, person with a certain struggle and stuff like that, that would be more of pushing the envelope towards the, yeah. uh, the main objective at the end of the day, which is just general equality, I guess, right? I mean... Yeah, it's cool that we're getting options and whatnot, but I I have to agree with you on that one. It's it's kind of just kind of like shoehorned in, if you will. It's just like, oh my god, look at the customization you can have. Look, man, I'm really That's happy with it. Kamala Khan, for example. Like, I've always wanted... Mm. Kamala Khan doesn't really represent me personally, yep. but she does represent me a lot more than a, a couple of years ago in Marvel. There was this X-Men mutant character that controlled sand and was always in a burqa. And her name, I don't remember that and her name was Dune, I think, like Sand Dunes. And I was just looking at this, <laughs> and I was kind of like, "All right." It, it had a really cool point where someone asked her why she dressed like that, and she explained in a very good way. So mm-hmm. that was nice. Mm-hmm. But like, here's, all right, is it possible for me to be represented as a Middle Easterner in any way, shape, or form? other than a terrorist or a villain mm, yeah like 
where is our representation? Of course, I can create a character to be Middle Eastern, but the character won't have gone through the Middle Eastern struggles. He won't, yeah. like, none of the, not, none, the world won't give him Middle Eastern shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, not like Kamala Khan. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, she's, like, the current Captain Marvel, if I'm not mistaken, Ms. right? Miss Marvel. Marvel, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the current Miss Marvel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like when that was released and when everyone started reading about it, there was, I don't know, I didn't see or find anything that was overtly controversial, like in, you know, huge tabloids or whatever, but you know, I enjoyed it. I was like, holy shit, about fucking time, you know, like they started Mm -hmm. representing people of, uh, you know, Middle Eastern descent rather than terrorists or whatever, or, uh, trying to escape some sort of past that they're a superhero, Mm -hmm. you know? I was very impressed with that. I'm very happy with um, that character. Uh, I think she's in the new Marvel game, isn't she? She's the main hero in the new Marvel game. She's front. Okay, she's up, I didn't watch anything except like the and, very first she's reveal up trailer. Front and center, because the game revolves around the uh, around I think a Terrigen Mist kind of problem with the Inhumans. So that's mm-hmm. basically her up there. Also, the villain's Modok. Yeah. Never thought. <laughs> never in my entire <laughs> life. Did I think I would see anything with Modok as the? <laughs> yeah, oh, but man. I think. But yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think we need more of that. I think we need more games oh, yeah. that have minorities. Like, here's the thing: if it's a game made in the United States, you can have a game that's set in the United States with a black protagonist, without the black protagonist being either a rapper. Or from the ghetto, yeah. or who was in a gang or something. It's a black protagonist that has, like, that's actually been through the black struggle. Or an Asian protagonist mm-hmm. in the United States, because there are Asian Americans everywhere. You know, it's like, yep. and Asian Americans that have been through exactly the Asian struggle. I'm one of them. You know, <laughs> it's like, if you're in Mexico and you want to make a game about Mexicans in Mexico, sure. But like, I would really like it if, if like, a Japanese game company or developer didn't like didn't make me a game that was set in New York where all the protagonists were American. Like, why? Okay, how about this? As a Japanese developer, make a game that's set in New York and make the protagonist a Japanese American. How about that? <laughs> like, like half Japanese, half American. Like one of those yeah. Japanese people that pass. You know what I mean? Like, like yep. at least yeah. that. But like, yeah, yeah. I feel like they always man. go with that westernization. Can, uh, can yeah. I add something to kind of related to what you I guys are you saying? Would, um, when you're when you're talking <laughs> about <laughs> when you're talking about gaming and how like in a way there are stereotypes and so on. Uh, so like I'm I work as a voice actor so some castings uh have been happening where not some a lot have been happening where they're very specific on who they want to cast for what role like I acquired a role before uh they were like we're looking for someone who is of middle eastern descent so I was like why are they so specific on middle eastern descent well, mm-hmm. like why does the that accent? Be? so after I got cast I <laughs> well yeah that's what that's one reason definitely I know how but to when speak I got cast English, it, yes <laughs> it, 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 yeah it, why do it you was, have subtitles <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
it was a character called Jin. So I was like, okay, maybe it's because of a, a prerequisite of an idea where, oh, there's something magical and whatever, maybe pharaohs. I don't know. Maybe that's where that came no, from. No, dude, but Jin usually as there in are specific... Gin, right? Gin as in, were yeah. you playing a yeah. Gin? Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. I, that that has nothing to do with ancient pharaohs, man. That's just Islamic Middle Eastern. It, exactly. You know I, I, <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Like so, so usually they associate not just with that, with specific races, with specific casting choices. It's it's good and bad. It's bad if you stereotype, but at the same time, I think any race could play anything. That's how it should be. Um, it, it shouldn't be specific that oh, you're from this place, you have to play that. Like sometimes there are situations where uh, somebody who is let's say who's Asian and he's playing a role for an Asian. So sometimes they're like, oh, you don't sound Asian enough. What do, what do I mean sell sound Asian now? Is <laughs> yeah, that what he wants? Exactly. Like, it doesn't that's make pretty sense. much what they're going for, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that's because sometimes I, I get roles. They're like, oh, we're looking for someone who can do this and, and speaks Arabic. Then I'm like, okay, I can speak Arabic. Oh, well, we don't even want the Arabic language. We just want you to speak in an Arab accent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, but it has been changing. As of late, they're trying to change it. They're trying to not to typecast according to that stereotype. They're trying to make it more flexible for different races to play different things. So I wish this is connecting to the gaming industry, this is connecting to cartoons, this is connecting to all kinds of media that required mm-hmm. any kind of performance, that it would be more open to other races, not, not most of them for those of a specific race, and don't stereotype a race just and connect, as I was saying. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, uh, as you can see, like, literally everything is connected in some way, shape, or form. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's what I love about video games and just media in general. You know, mm-hmm. fuck social media. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> video games in general, media like books and comics and stories, you can literally find, like, these struggles and uh, real-world problems encased in a story that just make it easier to understand easier to grasp you know and i feel like if more people play video games well right type i I don't want to say right type of video games because there's no right time but if they expanded their their repertoire of games then maybe they would have more understanding of certain things you know and rather than just playing call of duty or Fortnite or whatever you know branch out into story-based games Mm -hmm. you know start playing things that are more driven by story and character progression and whatnot, you know, maybe you'll learn something. Yeah, and stop listening to EA. EA. Yeah, some people won't get, won't get my reference. Yeah, EA. Evil they, assholes. They, 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 they one time said that story-driven games are not going to be a thing anymore, which is not true. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, Jedi Fallen Order was. Isn't great. the PlayStation Five actually going to be mostly focused on single-player experience? Like they actually. They actually That's what said I've heard. That. Yeah, I think they so. actually said that. Yeah, you know what? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of EA. There's nothing. Like, <laughs> like I don't play any sports games. I know they have other things. The one game I liked yeah, yeah. actually like tanked really hard, and I'm like one of the very few people that are still playing it. Anthem, but which like, one? Oh, Anthem, dude! I loved that game. It got a lot of shit, but it was really fun. And when Yusuf and I would play it together, it would be the shit. But then again, nice. yeah, you know, I, I guess it's not for everyone to want to play with Iron Man. <laughs> Because that's true. basically what that I mean, is. <laughs> literally, you're just running around as Iron you're Man. You're running around as Iron Man, and everything else feels like Dragon Age. Like, the conversations, <laughs> okay. the people, and yeah. it's just like Iron Man. It's it's basically... Alright, 
I don't know if you guys know this, but so basically in Marvel con continuity, canonically, the next Sorcerer Supreme is Tony Stark. Yeah, I saw so that. So basically, that's that. what Anthem like... is kind of. That's what <laughs> Anthem is kind of like. It's kind of like mm. if Tony Stark was the Sorcerer Supreme. It's like you've got Iron Man, <laughs> but they're talking about all of these myths, legends, monsters, and the cataclysm and the way the world will handle it and stuff. And it's pretty cool. Like honestly, <laughs> I wish they'd done it better, I... but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I wanted it to succeed. Like I was really hyped for that game when I played the closed beta or the open beta and everything. I was mildly disappointed, but I was willing to buy the game after mm. a while, right? After a few bugs were pressed out, but then like tons of things happened and whatnot. I was like, oh man, maybe I should just yeah. avoid that. But well, um, I think uh, they're right getting now, yeah. a, a new update. They're I working think. on Anthem There's 2.0, like, Anthem. like Final Fantasy. Remember when yeah. Final Fantasy did that whole thing? They kind of just yeah, 14 Realm yeah, they Reborn. Just, they just changed their game. <laughs> they're like literally. Wait, they're no, like, this yeah. is yeah. You remember fuck that? that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> I hope I hope it works. Like if it works out that way, I will definitely pick up. I the don't game want it to. I don't want it to um, happen like that. I like a lot of what oh. they already have. <laughs> I feel like they just need to fix that. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for 2.0. Because uh, Ubisoft had similar situations with uh, the very first Division game. Why do you game. call it Ubisoft? Uh, is that how it's called? Is that, is that how it's like pronounced? I don't know. I'm hundred percent sure it's Ubisoft. Okay. <laughs> well, Ubisoft. It's like <laughs> had this Ubisoft. Game. I'm like Ubisoft. What? I mean, I've been saying it like that for years. Why has no one so. helped you, man? <laughs> no one helps me, man, because I'm Asian. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but it does but anyway. get confusing in, in uh, company titles like Square Enix. I don't know if it's Enix or Enix. It gets confusing. I just I call it Squeenix. Squeenix. <laughs> thing. I did like. Here's the thing. I was with Squeenix from before it was Squeenix. Like, it was oh, yeah, Squaresoft, Square, Squaresoft as far as I was concerned. Squaresoft. Then yeah. suddenly it was Ooh, Squeenix. I'm like, what? Yeah, Squeenix. Yeah. When yeah. Uh, I think it was Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, I picked up the packet, I uh, picked up the case, it said Square Enix at the bottom. I was like, what the fuck is Square Enix? <laughs> having a Squaresoft. <laughs> but yeah, like, Division, like, they massively overhauled the game, and it became really Wait, fun again. Division is and one of the games you can couple... pick, a, pick a gender or race, right? So, so yes. technically, that does still fall within our topic. <laughs> it does. Like, dude, you don't understand. Like, when we played the game, one of our friends, uh, right. Zizo, yep. <laughs> he played, and he came in, and he saw my character. He's like, holy shit, dude. Why does this guy look so much like you? I was like, why not? <laughs> and I swear to God, I shit you not, it's had the same facial hair squinty eyes and everything and would i decked him out the exact same way i would dress so t-shirt <laughs> pants all right yeah <laughs> and like a general coat <laughs> no, i i give my character that's pretty much what it was just to change shit nah like in this case it was like new york in the winter time so i had a beanie <laughs> even though i like I never wear beanies, and I wore one for the first time ever, like, I think four or five months ago, like, in uh, late February or something. Mm -hmm. And one of my students, like, took a picture of me, cut it out as, like, a sticker, and sent it to me. And she's like, mister, check this out. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and since then, I haven't worn yeah, it. Yeah, man, because that would be weird. Like, I imagine you wearing a beanie with your hair to your side, you know? You know that kind of look that's that, that 
that stoner look where you just you're, let your hair down and gotta yeah. just drop your beanie on top of it and it just looks like you're <laughs> did you see the movie uh the perfect score that asian yeah. guy with the beanie <laughs> that's exactly what uh, came to mind just now <laughs> sad sad oh god but no i actually still tie my hair up and just put the beanie on but anyway uh but yeah let's uh wrap things up you know i mean we are flying on like many different tangents now but you know yeah. that's just the so nature fun. of things but yeah <laughs> it yeah is. <laughs> uh but anyway like with video games and just media in general you know it's really great for us to experience things that we wouldn't normally put ourselves in you know or at least uh experience things that aren't currently happening within our borders like for example like the blm movement you know we do we have that here i personally don't know can't say for sure but all the media is like pointed in a different direction so you know it's interesting to see it in the form of a game but instead you're a bunch of androids rising up and trying to get freedom you know (laughs) and in the end it actually works so that's one thing but you know what like the android thing might not be the like it's 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 a good metaphor but Mm-hmm. There is one tiny bit where this metaphor kind of fails, which is that these were these are beings created by other beings that eventually gain sentience. So, like, yeah. there are parallels with regards to the movement, but there are no parallels mm-hmm. with regards to the people themselves. You know what I mean? Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's, so true. It's, it's not the same, you know what I mean? It's it could it's be a, this. It, it could be a watered down version. version of slavery, I guess, to a certain point. Mm-hmm. But with slavery, it's it's a lot worse. It's it's a lot darker. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but with this, yeah. this is the equivalent yeah. of me, like, updating my toaster to the point where it can have a conversation. <laughs> All right. So yeah. the toaster suddenly has sentience, and it wants its own life. You know, it was like yeah, it's like hey toaster, make that doesn't that doesn't make no. my toaster a slave. <laughs> I bought this toaster to make toast. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's 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 more like a one-time paid job, and then maintenance. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you know what yeah. it's like. Robots are like solar panels. High initial investment. (laughs) (laughs) Continuous continuous output forever. (laughs) Until it malfunctions enough that you need to buy another one. It's still not the same. Like, slaves were just brought over and just kind of worked to death. So, I don't want to make the full parallel 100%, but I will make a parallel between the movements in the game and in reality yeah like all movements Definitely. not just black lives matters movements. It's, it's like the civil rights movements in general mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100% man and yeah anyway so uh, you know thanks Adam for coming onto the show giving us lots of insight into the topics we've discussed and everything uh, would you like to say anything before we sign um, out I like I always like signing out in general with like making things clear about topics that we discussed in as short like 
sentences. Not sentences, like as little time as possible. But basically, like <laughs> our topic today kind of just tackled the presence of gender and like ethnicity in um, in gaming and to mm-hmm. an extent pop culture media and media uh, as a whole and we are liking yeah. that's that's what i've taken from this conversation we are liking the direction we're going right now where there are honestly like every time i look around i i do slightly get a feeling that there are more female protagonists than male protagonists coming out these years but like mm-hmm. that's great it's time to kind of like pick up yeah, a little man. bit um about so the female <laughs> thing is catching up but <clears throat> i still want to see more about normal minority stories that aren't just racist you know it's something that is true yeah that's something and that hasn't come out one yet. missed opportunity for that if i may one mm. missed opportunity for that <laughs> is horizon i agree mm. horizon yeah. is a very that's... very very native like indigenous looking game and the main character is a freckled dreadhead which doesn't work unless you're inuit or like viking (laughs) or or like a viking indigenous because there are those there's like the indigenous uh, scandinavian tribes you know what i mean but that didn't look like Mm -hmm. it was an indigenous scandinavian tribe that just looked like it was so the world ended and this is the and this is what the Americans look like now. And I'm kind of like, so basically, what you're saying is, even after the world ended, you're still screwing the Native Americans. <laughs> like, you're still dressing like them. Like, what you evolved into was what they are. Like, how did that work? Why yeah. did it not become that the people most capable of survival? were the people that were in the story. You know what I mean? Like Native Americans have more wow. outdoor experience, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Yeah. I would have One loved nature this stuff, game yeah. so much more. <laughs> yeah. If... Uh, I mean, I'm still partway Alo- through it. Maybe like five, six Aloy hours in. was Native American. She could be a slightly whiter yeah. Native American. Aloy could still be like the Native American name for the time because the world has changed. You know what I mean? Like, it's still like Aloy or like Blue Moon or like something like that, you know? It's like (laughs) Sitting Bear. Something like you hear about that kind of stuff all the time. Like, like I have a friend whose actual name was Dancing Bear. Like, like she was Native American and her name was Dancing Bear. Actually, great story. Uh, Marwan Imam introduced me to her. You guys know him, right? So Marwan yeah, introduced yeah. me to her, and then we were sitting all together, and Marwan Imam was kind of like, so give me a, he asked her, he asked her, what would my Native American name be? And this was around the time, like right after uh, the revolution, or right before it, like 25th of January kind of thing. Uh-huh. So Twitter was a really mm-hmm. big thing, everyone was on Twitter, <laughs> and she looked at him and she was like, I think yeah. your Native American name would be Tweetsuat Pupi. <laughs> <laughs> And I honestly think that is the nicest story I've ever heard. It's, it's, it made me feel like, all right, like I do have a Native American experience. Like, it's, it's cool. Like, so, so that is a missed opportunity. I want to see more of what I'm talking about. It's like, not a missed opportunity. Like, 
all right, you had an opportunity yeah. for a female woman of color that would work perfectly with the story. Then just do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Avatar The Last Airbender series is yeah. coming out on Netflix, live, live action. And the, oh, and, yeah. the, and the original showrunners for Avatar and the original music writers and all that stuff for Avatar are the ones running it. And they said that all the races are going to be race accurate. Or all the, all the characters are going to be ethnically accurate. And I'm like, sure, that's mm-hmm. great. That's awesome. That's what we want to see. Give me more of that stuff. Which I actually, I actually love the Egyptians yeah. doing right now. If you look at Egyptian TV right now, I, don't, I can't believe I'm saying I'm going to love something that Egypt is doing right now. But basically, in the Middle East, <laughs> there are more and more TV like soap operas coming out with Arabs of all nationalities. So you end up not just listening to, mm. the Egypt, to the Egyptian dialect or accent being spoken of Arabic, but it's basically just Egyptians with Lebanese people, with Syrians, with that and that and that and that. And I'm kind of like, yes, that's exactly what that should sound like. I believe we need mm. more of that. I, need, I believe we still need more representation. We need representation of mm-hmm. everyone that doesn't get enough representation. You might call them a minority, but here's the thing. You have, if you look at white people versus all the other minorities, white people are the minority and everyone else is kind of a majority. It's just that white people <laughs> have kind of coagulated together to form this one like kind of being or whatever or existence you know (laughs) so we need that we need more sexuality we need more colors we need more genders we need more uh i'm gonna get a lot of shit for this (laughs) just representation man just tons of representation that's it but we do have to draw the line at some there are some things i guess where representation might be weird we're talking about legitimate representation. Mm. I don't want to play a game where I'm a rapist. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not the representation. Oh, yeah. Okay. For. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. That's not what we're going yeah. for. Like, Hell just, no. Just yeah. representation of, like, this. I want to see more Jacks in games. Yeah. More Gerards in games. Sorry. <laughs> I want to see more Hishams in games. And in all honesty, like, in the end... I have a very badass wife who's dark-skinned. I want to see more of her in games. I uh, Maybe one day I'll have daughters. I want to see more of them in games. That's the kind of thing I want. Because as oh, a man, white yeah. person with a blonde beard, like, my beard does go absolutely blonde. For some reason, for the longest time possible, when I was a kid, I identified a lot with Aquaman and the Green Arrow. Because they both mm-hmm. were like blonde bearded dudes. It's because I can put myself <laughs> in their place. It's kind of like when you're watching Vikings and like yeah. Ragnar. He has a beard, he's white, he shaves his head. Yes. Like looks wise, I can imagine myself <laughs> in his place kind of thing. And it helps. When Black Panther came out, it helped yeah. a lot of black people. True, true. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. imagine when Chang Chi comes out, Jack is going to be really happy. <laughs> <laughs> are we, wait, are you Gerard or Jack? Oh man, Gerard. <laughs> All right, so I keep saying Jack. So Gerard will be happy to everyone who doesn't know who I was talking. About. I've always known him as Jack. His name is Gerard. I I I, I fixed that. All right, you're it's all good, man. It's all good. 
Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yes. Man. Like, this was a lot of fun. Definitely. It was great for us as well, man. Like, really great to have a you know, guest speaker on everything so we can have more points of view. Uh, hopefully in the future we'll have, like, you know, um, more females, I guess, depending on the topic and stuff like that. But in general, I do want to get more and more people onto the show, guest speakers and whatnot. But anyway, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. As a gamer... As a gamer, I'm sure yeah. Lola would be in for next time. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we'll, uh, her, her awesome. yeah. we'll see what's we'll up. Yeah. Right. Anyways, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining yeah. us on another episode of Unadulterated, the podcast where we tell it like it is. We'll catch you all later. Catch you later, guys. It's been a great show. It's definitely been great having Edham on. And you guys take care. <laughs>